Hey everybody, it's a zero episode. That's right, episode 120. That means we're going to reset the table, talk about where the show has come from, where it's going. We're going to hit the word on the street, and the feedback loop is strong, folks. All that and more coming at you right now on That's How I Roll. Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Aw, yeah. It's my jam. So, hey, uh, (laughs) here we are. That's how I roll. Coming back at you. It's been two weeks, and, uh, you know, the podcasting just doesn't stop. Uh, We did a Theology of Games podcast last week. Here I am again with That's How I Roll this week. And I'm shooting video for my Facebook or my Instagram stories. Check it out. Whoa, it's creepy. Like, it's happening and recorded, but it's it's on video, and I, I, I don't know. Anyway, let's get to it here. Today, like I said, in the cold open, it's a zero episode. Uh, before I do that, though, let me just ask you for just a few seconds, if you wouldn't mind, it would be so awesome if you would go hit the five stars, whatever you're listening on, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating and a review. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. That helps more and more folks find the show. We had a nice audience a couple years ago when I disappeared into the void and uh, we're just scraping crawling you know crawling our way back into everybody's ear holes so uh you doing those things super helps okay zero episode what's that mean well it's episode 120 so it ends with a zero and every 10 episodes i just sort of reset the table about what the show's about this show started in my car that's why it's called that's how i roll because it was a really clever play on words everybody and that's why the car starts at the beginning of the show And I mean, it was super clever, right? It was actually called my drive at first. And I just thought that was a stupid name. So I changed it to that's how I roll. But here we are uh, 120 episodes later and a frog just decided to climb out of my throat. Uh, I moved after starting the show because I was recording on my way home from dropping my boys off at school. And then we moved like right next to the school and that 20 minute drive went away. And here we are with, uh, you know, just me in my basement in my studio doing the thing, recording the show. And, uh, you know, at the, at the top, I, at, at the very beginning, I said right away, this show is it's board gaming related, right? We're on theology of games. We are part of that theology of games brand and life, but it's also uh, games we play and lives we live. So I share a lot about just what's going on. I've called it my sort of my self therapy session that I give myself, which I really should have like started like a year ago when the whole pandemic hit because man, I could have used it. So 
there, there's that. Uh, so that's what we do. We talk about games. We talk about life. Wanted to also fill you in before we get to the word on the street. We're also going to hit the feedback loop this week. We have a contest going. Go to theologyofgames.com slash scorepad. Listen to the Theology of Games podcast with our special guest, Kurt Covert. He's giving us two games, the Kickstarter version of Cinder and the anniversary edition of Cutthroat Caverns. So if you know from last week, I'm trying to do this show sort of live so I can just catch it all and send it out and be great and awesome. But I missed the music. I missed the post. Anyway, so let me, before I jump into word on the street, uh, Kurt Covert was our guest on the show for Theology of Games podcast. That podcast is like a game in itself. So all the people on it are competing during the different segments to win your favor, to win points from you. If you go to theologyofgames.com slash scorepad, you can go there and you can vote. You can fill out the little form to who won each segment. And if you do that, you are entered into this contest. Again, it's for a Kickstarter version of uh, Cinder, which is their newest game from Smirk and Dagger, and the anniversary edition of Cutthroat Caverns. Really great prizes, lots of goodies with included with those. So thankful that our good friend Kurt Covert was willing to uh, throw that our way. And uh, yeah, all you got to do is get over there and score that, and you're entered in to win. You're in it to win it. All right, so housekeeping aside, show intro went long, but here we are. We are in Word on the Street. A couple things to talk about. Eh, This is kind of weird. So, all right, so let's get the bad news out of the way first. So if you've listened to the last couple episodes, you know I was kickstarting a project called Gabby and Scratch. It's another audio drama series, and it is a, I guess it's more of an audio comedy, but audio drama is just sort of the the genre name. (sighs) That Kickstarter failed. Uh, I pulled it down last week. It just, it wasn't working. Uh, I don't, there's a lot of things going on that I think uh, contributed to that, but we pulled it down. We're retooling the Kickstarter, redoing some, sort of refocusing some branding and marketing, and hopefully that will come back online very soon. In the meantime, I am very grateful for the cast of characters, the actors that are involved in this project, because we went and we sat through a table read, which I think I talked about last week, which was really, really cool. It's always great. You know, we've been working on the show for a long time. Uh, The writer, Adam Hoffman, and I, and we got to see those characters come to life. Well, I guess here is, is the accurate term here, but we finally heard the scripts that we've been working on so hard come to life. And, uh, you know, we hear these actors give characterization to them really, really cool time. But before that, we had a conversation about how we move forward because we were pretty sure at that point, the Kickstarter is not going to work out for us. So we are actually next week going to be recording three episodes. We're going to do a little three episode sort of, I guess, call it pilot series. And 
once we get that up and running, I'll, I'll get those episodes published. We'll use that to continue to target our marketing and really sort of get some traction, build an audience around this thing. And then we will hit Kickstarter again. And hopefully that'll be the tipping point for us. We'll be able to, to fund the show and to get things going there and bring you the rest of that season because it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be really, really cool. So that's in the immediate future. I also, I have a, a, a spring trip, a spring, spring break trip coming up. And it's kind of interesting because I looked back, you know, as I've kind of relaunched this show a couple years ago, I was like really cooking. I was like, you know, I'm going to do 50 episodes a year. I'm going to just, I'm not taking weeks off. We're going to do this thing. And then we took this spring brick. Why can't I say spring break trip? We took this spring break trip and, uh, and I just sort of disappeared. And it was interesting because I don't know if it was just that trip and getting away sort of gave me perspective or I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I I do know what it was. There's a lot of things going on, but we're actually, we're going to the same place that I went two years ago. We're going out to Williamsburg and Virginia. We're going to do the Bush gardens thing. We're going to do the colonial Williamsburg thing. And I promise you, this is not going to kill the show again. We're just getting back into it. We're, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. We're, we're going to be back. So, uh, but it was just curious that, oh, look, the show started back up and we're going to Williamsburg. It's going to kill the show. It's not, it's not, we're going to be all right. And lastly, I, I don't know why I just wrote this down. Mud water. I'm not getting paid anything for this. I'm not getting sponsored, you know, but I haven't had caffeine in over 50, almost 15 years now. And I started drinking mud water, which is like this replacement thing. And it's it's been great. I think you guys should check it out. If you if you don't want to do caffeine, it's something really cool. And hey, it's time for the feedback loop. Here we go. All right. So it's the feedback loop, and we're just gonna jam. We're gonna jam for a little bit. We're gonna wrap. So I have taken a strategic approach to sort of revamping the feedback loop. So in the past, I've sort of asked a question on the show and then hope that you listen to it and then hope that you take it one step further and respond, either emailing me or messaging me through social media and responding to what questions I'm asking or what topic I'm bringing up, whatever it might be, right? So I've sort of reversed it this time. Yeah, I know I, I asked a question last time, but hey, guess what? Nobody answered. So I flipped the script a little bit and I went to Instagram and I said, hey, let's talk about something. And I asked the question, Hey, what is a game that you love, but it never gets to the table because your friends hate it? Tell me a game you love, your friends hate. Let's talk about it. And guess what? You you all responded. It was great. So here I am 
It's the feedback loop, and I've got feedback to loop back around to you guys. So here we go. Uh, the first response came from at Mansour Reviews. Hey, if I'm mispronouncing that, I'm super sorry, but I suck at pronouncing names. I own the local butcher shop when it comes to butchering names. No one does it finer. So Mansour Reviews said, as a general rule, I like war games. My friends don't. So I guess I'm, my question is like, what are we talking about? Like war games? Are we talking like miniatures? Is it like a miniatures thing where, uh, you know, like Warhammer 40 K that kind of thing? Or are you talking like strategic, like world war two reenactment type games with miniatures and that kind of thing? I guess both of those could be war games, right? So here's my take on war games. I always say when the tape measure comes out, I, I, I'm done. I, I, I just can't hang. I'm sorry. Like, I think, I think they're really cool. I love the strategy of war games, but I just can't hang like with that level of minutia and detail and, and that kind of thing. I think they're really cool, but like, we, I was at Origins a couple years ago, and I remember I saw an ad for a game in the big, like, thick catalog that they give, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. That that game looks really neat." And then I remember saying to some of my friends that were with me, "Like, hey, let's go check this game out." And they're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And they're like, "I don't think you'll like it." So we go and we walk. And I immediately regretted it because the dude had the little tape measure and he's talking about, you know, oh, if you go this far and, and then, uh, and you know, things that affect it are out of this range. And I just, I, I can't hang. I can't hang. I'm sorry. That's, that's me. So, uh, the next, <laughs> the next response came from, uh, Niederhauser, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if that's wrong. Uh, I'm trying. So he says, diplomacy. <laughs> Six other friends who all want hours of treachery and mind games? Hard to find. Well, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, I would say this. I would love to play diplomacy. I actually had a copy for a really long time that I got in a storage locker that I had bought like a ton of like games and cards and stuff out of, but it, like it was, it wasn't complete. There were a bunch of pieces missing. So I had it for years and I never got to play it. I finally offloaded it. Somebody wanted it just to, you know, for pieces, parts, whatever. I may pick it up again someday, but I haven't gotten to play it. I would love to play me some diplomacy someday. That would be super cool. Um, I, but I mean, that's me. Like I really like, mind games. I love, I I love social deduction. I mean, if you know, like you've listened to the show, you know, like resistance and coup games like that are some of my favorite games. So, you know, diplomacy from what I know of it is just like that long game of, of the, that type of game. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it'd be hard to find six people that are into it for that long, but man, I, I'd be, I'd be down for that. So there it is. All right. Uh, one more response. We're going to work into the show here. 
the next one comes from bgamer37. I didn't mess that one up unless it's supposed to be like the three is an E and the seven's a T, so it'd be like bgamerette. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, bgamer37 simply says, King of Tokyo. So your friends don't like King of Tokyo? What? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. Personally, I prefer I prefer uh King of New York, but I I love King of Tokyo. Like it's super fun and the the cool like power up thing for it. That's great. I personally, I just think King of New York just plays a little deeper. It feels like you're actually like smashing things and, you know, smashing buildings and it it feels more like a kaiju kind of experience. But King of Tokyo, I mean, come on, really? People don't like that? I, I don't get that. Anyway, uh, so they, I, I, su- I suppose, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, King of Tokyo is a really cool game. It's very accessible. I mean, maybe it's just the dice rolling side of it. I don't know. All right, well, there it is. That is this week's feedback loop. And that was way more fun than the feedback loop has been in a long time. And there it is. There's the music. The show is over. It was a little sloppy today, wasn't it? I mean, I missed some of my marks. I didn't hit the post getting out of the intro. But I had a lot to pack in. So, you know, I should have maybe planned a little better for that. Give myself a little more time. But hey... We're learning. This is a learning process. You get to listen to me uh, take that <laughs> take that whole process in and refine it and get with it. So anyway, there it is. The feedback loop is back and alive and well. I'm hoping next episode I'll have some review content for you. We can talk about a new game in my collection. There's a flea market coming up. I'll talk to you guys about that, uh, that I offloaded some games in. Hopefully hopefully offloaded some games in, uh, which I think if I, I don't know the dates, I think it falls in between these upcoming episodes. So that'll be pretty awesome. Hey, like I said, at the beginning of the show, if you are digging the show, please rate, review, subscribe, share it. If you know folks that used to listen and maybe they aren't aware that I'm back doing the show, hit them up, let them know that I am here and I'm doing the show and I'd love to have them back as listeners. Of course, I would love to hear your feedback on the show. So that would be awesome. Don't forget the contest. Big thanks to Smirk and Dagger. Kurt Covert is an awesome dude and he hooked us up with a copy of Cinder, which will be out soon. The Kickstarter version of that, the anniversary edition of uh, Cutthroat Caverns. You can win that by going to theologyofgames.com slash scorepad. Score that show. Get entered to win. Don't forget, like I said, I started the feedback loop on Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we might <clears throat> we might be on TikTok soon. Not saying anything. Just saying. So get with that. All right. There it is. I'm Jeremiah. Isley, I drink mud water, and if you're not cool with that, so what? That's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. 
Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.